Hey, welcome. Uh, today we are talking about, nope, I wrote down what we were talking about, but we did not talk about that. So I think we are talking, I think what we talked about was really going after the things that you want and not only helping people do that, but, um, like it's not easy. There's a lot of stuff that has to be figured out. It is not just like, Oh, I'm going to launch this thing. Okay. Bye. No, like building a business is the hardest thing that I have ever done. If you want to build a business that you can like rely on, right? Like a business that will sustain your family income. It's insanely hard. The reason that most people do not do it is because it is, uh, I'm going to be real blunt. It is fucking insane. It's insane. Like just last month, I was just like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then you cry for a second and you go, this is mine to figure out. I got to figure it out and I am going to figure it out. And this is what we're going to do because this is it. This is happening. We are doing this period. And yeah, that's oh, okay. Um, it, it's, it's crazy. And if I can relieve some of that pressure, you know, if I can figure out how to help people not have to do that in a way that's disruptive and, and there really is no great way, but like, how can I help? How can I be of service? And that's what we're breaking down today. So let's go. Hey, you're on this journey on this season five vibe and everything season five as I'm forecasting what it will look like is all about settling into the being, the knowing, transitioning from believing to knowing and fine tune correcting what that looks like and just living. And we started out this show, you know, really thinking that this was going to happen overnight. And one of my greatest accomplishments of all of this will be just continuing on and showing an example, a real life example of what it looks like to turn your life around. And so if you're just happening upon this show in season five, you should know there are four other seasons that have followed me on this journey this journey of turning my life around, this journey of finally getting to this place where I wasn't angry and spiteful and hateful and ego-driven. It really follows all of that. So you can go back to the start. What I will caution you is that it is unedited and pure and raw. And I was still very much in that ego hate phase of my life and it's all lived out loud 
and this whole journey has been lived out loud in truth. So you will hear me venturing into businesses that if you follow the link that I am promising you will be there, you will end up lost. You are not going to get there. Just know that. Um, but it's, it's all about that journey. It was real. It was real right then. That business I was developing, that program, that course, that whatever, it was real. And this is all real. This is me living my life out loud. So we can all do our dreams. Heyo, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast where we do dreams. Uh, that's what we do here. And, you know, today I think my great thing is, and every day, but today specifically, like, I don't know. I. When I set out on this adventure to go, okay, what would I do if I just got to choose what, what I would do? What would I do? And, you know, I think as someone who never really asked that question, I had asked that question to myself passive aggressively, and I would answer it the same way. Like, well, <laughs> some people in this life just get to do what they want to do, and I'm not some of those people. You know, um, but is that true? Is there truth to that? And when I started pushing back on that, I realized that that was sort of something that was planted in me early on. And I'm giving a talk, kind of breaking that down here in the coming weeks. Um, but it, it, it wasn't true. There's no difference between me and someone who was raised in a family that had, you know, like every opportunity in the world. We're all sort of born into the same world of possibility, right? And sure, you know, things, the landscape of, of where I come from is different. The things that were spoken into me repeatedly, completely different. There are a lot of differences, but like, People have made it out worse and made it. People have made things happen that were supposed to be impossible. People have done things that no one thought could happen. And I think it just boils down to this mindset. You know, um, <laughs> it, it really boils down to that. Are you, are you willing to turn over the way that you have looked at the world and analyze it for some time and figure out what you want to be doing, you know, like what is out there for you? 
And some things are probably off the table at your age or at your, but like, are they? Can you? Could you? What if you did? What would it look like to start working on that? Where do we go from here? How do we figure this out? And, you know, my, my, my greatest thing since starting all of this has been figuring out what I enjoy and how to do that in a way that can provide. This month is the first month that I am um, doing even more work. You know, I'll have my new book, my re-released published book. And I think (laughs) I enjoy every part of what I do every day. It is rare that I am in my day going, oh, this sucks. I hate this. I hate what I'm doing. I hate anything. I I don't. You know, yesterday I walk into my shop and there, my, the shop owner right across the alleyway from me is, is walking into her shop. And then we have a conversation about a new business that's coming to town and, and how we have just this (laughs) cool network of people, you know, that are like, we're doing it and we're doing it together. And it's like this inspiring dreamer network and (laughs) it's just cool. And I, I don't know. Someone said to me the other day, like, yeah, just live in the dream. I'm like, literally, I am. Literally. This is not figurative. This is not passive aggressive. Like, this is it. This is everything and more than I ever thought that I would be capable of. And it's it's only just beginning. You know? And it started from that very important place, this distinction. I want to love my life. I do not want to continue being this cog in society who is just going through the motions. I want to love what I do. I want to respond enthusiastically to I'm Yep, just live in the dream. Like, yes, I literally am. Yesterday, I had a meeting that canceled early in the morning, and I was like, you know, I could just sit here and work. Um, but I'm gonna go. Kind of, I'm gonna work down at the coffee shop today. That's what I'm gonna do. And I was like, oh, should you do that? Yeah. I felt like that's where I needed to be. And then the most amazing things happened there. I ended up working with 
one of my brands at the shop. We worked and talked about a new project that I'm venturing in and how she can partner with us to do that. And then <laughs> I talked about, okay, no, we talked about the new photography studio that's going in and all of the things that they're going to be able to do there and my next book brand shoot. And we talked about that. And then as I was leaving, I was like, you know what I really want to do? I really want to thrift old photos and paint ghosties on them. I really want to do that. And the person, the entrepreneur that I was talking with was like, so do I, we could do it here. And I was like, yep, let's do it. You know, and none of that would have happened in my shop, obviously, because I would have been just by myself. But like to be able to just do that, to bring new things to life, to be able to just walk around and talk with and about all these different ideas and to just go, okay, yeah, yeah, I want to do that. Let's do that. Let's just do it like that, you know, and I'm doing things that I'm interested in and I'm providing a service and I'm like <clears throat> connecting with people who are inspired in this life, who are also living their own dreams or trying to figure out how, like I am not surrounded by people who are just going through it, you know? I'm surrounded by people who love every part of their experience. And it's like, I don't know. It's like nothing that you could imagine if you're sitting in a place where you're still in that environment. It's like, you can't, like mentally, it's still a challenge. Do not get it wrong. But compared to what I was doing before, it is a challenge, but it's like, it's one that I constantly want to figure out that I don't want to tap out from. Like, yeah, isn't it exhausting? Yesterday I was talking with a <laughs> business owner <laughs> and I'm like, man, isn't it hard like to figure this out? Isn't that just like, man, it's terrible, isn't it? Ah. But I'm smiling the whole time because I'm like, it's hard. Things are always like, it's a, it's a kind of a constant friction in a battle. But like, isn't it awesome? You know? <laughs> but still super hard and sucky, but amazing. You know? Like, maybe we've gone crazy, but it's still amazing. So my great thing today is just like, I have every reason to hate everything that I'm doing because it is the hardest thing that I've ever done. It is pushing me to new limits that I did not even knew, know existed for myself. It is, it is a challenge all the time. But I have never been happier. You know, they say to do something that you wouldn't need to get paid to do. And I think that that's a great place to start because you might not be, you know. Um, 
<laughs> but that that's really where you'll find where you want to be. And a hundred percent. What would you do if no one paid you to do? I love developing businesses. I think it is the coolest thing I have ever done. I have always loved that. I have loved, always loved thinking through strategy and sales numbers and, and, and new things that we could do and, and ways to reinvent and rethink and, and remarket and re-merchandise. I've loved that. I loved that about retail. I loved that about all the jobs that I have done, like looking at a problem and coming up with something that may be a solution, making a decision and analyzing whether or not that worked. Love it. I could think about that in my sleep. And I do. Usually it'll wake me up at about 2 a.m. And then I'll be going, oh, okay. Yeah. What do we, okay. Yeah, we could do that. Let's do that. (laughs) That was my, my 2 a.m. thought yesterday that woke me up was like, okay, I want to, all right, let's just go into it. So that was my great thing. Go ahead and recognize yourself for your greatness. I took my mom's brand and I was like, just please let me do this for you. And I'm sure she was like, why haven't you done this before now? <laughs> I'm like, because you need to sit down with me. But what I realized is you don't need to sit down with me. I know enough about your brand that I can just take this and I can create something beautiful and I'm going to do it for you. Here we go. And that's what I did. And it made me realize that I could start making things better for people. This is a really complicated thing branding your business. And what's hard about it is you understand your product. You understand what people, what they should expect from your product. You understand everything that goes into it. What you might not understand is how to convey that. And that is an art. It is. And it is an art that what I I realize that I enjoy doing. I enjoy figuring out how to communicate without communicating. Like when you pick up this product, you already know. When you go to McDonald's, you already know. Right? You already know. And if you had never seen a McDonald's, and you just looked at the business, branding, whatever, you would know what to expect compared to a Olive Garden, compared to a, what's an upscale restaurant that is franchised? Don't know, because I would probably never go to them. But, right, compared to like a fancy five-star restaurant where you would wear a suit, their branding is different. What's different about them? Well, McDonald's, right, has this like very open, free, like cheap, cheap kind of marketing. It's for everyone. You can go here. And because it is, you might not want to. Or you might want to. And it might be your favorite place ever because of all of those things, right? But their marketing, they know who that person is and what speaks to them and why. Consistency is very important. You know what you're going to get at every McDonald's, whether you go to one in France or Fresco. You know. 
you know that that golden arch is the same there and you know that that burger is the same there because <laughs> they buy them in mass quantity <laughs> anyways whatever you know and that's really important to that clientele right they know that their kids will eat chicken nuggets no matter which one they land on it's going to be consistently the same and you get to be the judge of whether that's the best meal that you've ever had or the worst meal you get to decide or somewhere in between or it doesn't really matter it's just food it it's it's how it's communicated to you right is different you know the difference between a luxury brand item right so think lululemon okay so that's like an athletics athleisure company the difference between that brand and that product and buying leggings from old navy what's the difference well about probably about a hundred dollar difference in the product but we know that lululemon is an upscale product so we know that we want people to know that we're wearing lululemon versus old navy you might not but we're gonna make sure that the logo and the branding and all of those things are something that you can see and you can tell and, and people want to make sure that you know that right and the more important that they think it is that they're communicating that the bigger that that logo will be the more prominent they will make sure the more conversations they will have that this is that brand not a knockoff right and i just there's so much weight in how something is branding. It can make such a huge difference. It can change what you're capable of conveying and what you're capable of selling based on your branding. I can't. McDonald's probably can't get away with now selling an upscale burger that's $50. And the only way that they could is if they find a way for their lower scale people who value how cheap they are to make it something that's brag worthy, right? Something that they can say to their friends they got this thing can you even believe it blah, blah 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 but most of the time that brand has got to stay where it is cheap fast pace and and consistent that's it that's where they need to stay outside of that they probably aren't going to be very successful right too much change for the clientele, not a clientele that values that. And it's just interesting to me how easily that can kind of run away. So at 2 a.m. I woke up and I was like, I wanna help a hundred brands. Like 
what did I say? Help a hundred. Help a hundred. Can we make a hundred Iowa brands better just on branding alone? Just by branding them better. Does that help? Now, what's great about that, and and this is where I got, like, because they're communicating a higher value product by actually packaging and branding things better, they can continue to focus on how they make that product better, right? How they brand it better. They can not focus on that. They can focus on the product. How do they make it better? How do they live up to this branding? Because now they're not having to obsess about that. And that's what I love about the shop. We take that, like the hard piece of what this is. Like building a business isn't hard because you're going to have to learn how to do this thing. Eventually you're going to master that and you're going to love doing it and you're going to obsess about it until you get it right. And then you're going to build this thing and it's going to be amazing. It just is whatever it is. What's hard is figuring out how to communicate that in a way that connects to the right audience. Who's going to pay for what you do, who, who values what you offer. Like, that, that, my friends, that's what's hard. And that's sort of where we come in. Like, hey, we got you. We're going to help you figure that out. We're going to do that for you. We're going to do the marketing piece for you. You keep getting better at what you do. Make it better. Make the product better. Make the product better. Figure out the business side of it. Figure out how to, how to break even. Figure out how to make money. Make the product better. Go. Okay. So you can do that. And what I realized when I was working with my my mom was like, there are so many brands that could benefit from this. If we just do a quick, easy touch, give them enough to consistently do it for themselves or give them enough to take that into someone. If they're at a point where they can hire to take that into someone and tell them what it should look like instead of them being like, okay, what should it look like? Cause now I've experienced that okay, we're going to do this ad for you. Oh, are you create? Yeah, we can create it for you. And then they just like run wild because you don't have a brand expectation or guideline and bigger companies do. You know how I know? Because I worked for them. Do you know what they give people if they're going to give them their brand, which they often don't, but if they were going to, they have a style guide, they have brand expectations. You cannot mess with that. There is no changing it. There is no, here's how far our border should be from the next brand that it's being featured with. Here is what it would look like on a white backdrop. We do not change the color of our logo. We do change the color of our logo, but it can only be in these specific 
colors. We would only put the mark and the logo together in this instance, and it would only look like this. It would not ever look like this. And uh, it's really, it is very complicated to be projecting and communicating your brand to someone in a consistent enough way that they understand what the expectation is when they come in there. And often we start the business and then we let people kind of tell us what our brand is. But I want these brands, these people who are building these businesses to be in the driver's seat. This is the experience that I want them to have. This is the product that I'm creating and here's how I want to convey that. Instead of kind of sitting back and going, okay, you tell me, what do you want me to experience? You know, I know when you interact with me, Hannah Nuss, my brand, my personal brand, that every time that you interact with me, there should be some semblance of these five things. One, when we're talking, we're recreating and reminding of the beauty that has always been. So if we're talking about Iowa or if we're talking about repurposing furniture or, or whatever, right? Like there's always been something there. Or we're talking about you. you like there is worth there. It has always been there. Maybe we just lost it. Maybe we forgot about it. Maybe whatever. But like it's there. And then we're going to always be talking about, right, this like enthusiasm for ideas and people and dreams and dreams specifically like that is etched into everything that I do now. When I talk about loving my life, it's because I get to do that work all day long. And I get to be excited about it. And there is no like, uh, hopefully I get to do that work again in a couple weeks. No, it's every day every single day. That's what I'm doing. Then the third thing is just like being able to communicate with words and, and things that inspire and encourage and uplift and, and being with people who need those words. Cause I think that's the other things. Like if I don't have an audience of people who need that, right? Like if I'm just at my old corporate job and I'm like encouraging and inspiring and uplifting. And people are like, I mean, I'm getting paid anyways. So <laughs> we really don't have to push that hard. Like I don't need inspired or encouraged, you know, like I don't want to be around those people. I want people who are taking big risks and they need a push and they need help. And then there's that fourth thing where like, we're big, we're having a big experience, maybe in like a small place or like, we're, we're pushing to create something that's, that's bigger than, than we thought possible, right? Like that idea of big, but, but small, starting small and, and being able to deliver and focus on that. And then the last thing is just like this non-quenchable thirst for expansion and curiosity about what is possible and what's possible in different places and, and how we can look at that different and the amount of coordination and community that it takes. It's, it's just different. And that should be etched into everything. When you interact with my brand, you should know that that's where we're going. <laughs> like, 
this is not about sitting still. This is about movement. This is about doing dreams. Hannah Nuss helps dreamers do, period. That's all I want to do. That's what I want to do with this brand. I'm working on how we mobilize that. Um, I think local is a great conduit for that. And then as I get out and speak more on the topics that I speak about, um, I will continue to expand and express and, and learn about that and continue to push for those five things. Like this, these are the topics that we speak on. These are the, the content that we're pushing out. This is what we do with this brand. And it's amazing. And yeah, I, I am excited to be doing this from this perspective. Cause I think what are the ways that we can help brands? And, and one of the ways is like start cleaning up and branding things better because every business that you would walk down in, I don't know, even like Des Moines or Ankeny, they have that piece kind of figured out and it looks clean and it looks nice. And you know, which shops are modern and, and, and trying, and you know, which ones are kind of on their way out. And there is a difference in branding and the way that that's communicated. And we want to help people figure that out. And not only figure that out, right? We'll give you enough to get started, but we'll also offer you, right, the expanded brand pack and and help you further should you need it, should your brand need that. But if you're just starting out, we want to help 100 Iowa brands get started. And if you need more and you want more, we have that too. But bottom line, like, Here's what you're going to hand us, and we're going to hand you this, and it will put you in a better branding position than you were in before, period. And I'm excited to be doing that work. I'm excited to be in a position where I understand how we can help and to do something that I really enjoyed. I enjoyed playing with some colors and typography and all of the things. I really enjoyed inventing that. I even kind of enjoyed the anxiety that I got after, like, are they going to like this? Um, And I get to do that with, I think that's the fun thing about creativity. So as always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. I've enjoyed spending time with you and I cannot thank you enough for making what I do possible. If you want to continue to support the show and therefore continue the development of everything that we're doing here with the death of a dream and the development of local and all of the platforms that allow dreamers to do, you can go ahead and connect with us on socials at local shop space and connect with me on socials at Hannah Nuss. And I would love to see you there. Go ahead and check out all of our websites and everything that we do here. 
I would love you to do all of that, to like, share, and, and comment on everything that we're doing. But bottom line, I, I just want you to do your dreams. And as long as you're going after the things that set your heart on fire, that's all that really matters. Change the world. Thank you.